You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. So hey, welcome back to our podcast. Listen, previously we were talking about the voice of God, God speaks. Secondly, after that, we looked at having ears, that is ears in our heart to hear what God is saying. And today we're going to be looking at the mouth. What do we say after God has spoken? That's what's coming up next right here. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. All right, so listen, we're talking about the reality of our ability to receive in hearing what God is saying. Number one, our first time together, we're talking about the voice of God. God can speak any way he wants to speak. He can speak audibly. He can speak by dreams. There's no limit to what God uh, can use to speak. But the Bible tells us in these last days now, he has spoken to us by his son, Jesus Christ, and the Bible makes it very clear that that narrative, that conversation that God has given us, is revealed in the Bible. So the Bible is God's tool by which he confirms or speaks to us. Secondly, we saw that the heart must have ears. We have to nurture that. It's, it's hard. In fact, before we get into the third and final uh, talk on this, uh, watch how difficult this is. We talked about clearing the field of noise away from our hearts. So watch this. Are you ready? Listen, listen, get ready now. Watch how hard this is. Um, I'm going to look at the timer. We're going to take a little moment. Are you doing this in your life to get still, to get alone with God? Ready, set, go. That's 10 seconds. (laughs) That was 10 seconds of quietness. And it felt like an eternity. You know what's wild about how we're wired? Is for those of you who are parents, um, when everything's fine at home, you got kid noise going on. You know kid noise? There's some whining. There's some griping. There's toys moving around. You hear plastic wheels on on the tile. Uh, you hear little conversations of the little ones. You you hear them, don't you? You hear them, 
but you're not listening to them. You know, you're just assessing. You're making spaghetti. The kitchen is going. Life phones ringing, but you got an ear of the ambient noise. The kids are the kids are noisy. All of a sudden, do you know what interrupts you with a scream? It's not the kid. There's an alarm that goes off because now you're no longer hearing any nothing from the kid. No noise, no movement. And a parent can be just completely fine doing their thing. And then there's silence coming from the kid. And the parent is lit up. What's going on? And they immediately, you must immediately go and search and see. Wouldn't it be great if you saw your kid looking out the window? your two-year-old contemplating creation and the wonders of God. That's not going on. They're either eating something they're not supposed to or they're pulling their sister's hair out or something's going on that they're not supposed to be doing. Why is that happening? Because we are creatures that are wired to hear and to listen. So what we're talking about is this now, is what is spoken, our mouth. If, if God is speaking to us with a voice, and if we have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us, the next thing is, what are we doing with our mouth after we've heard what God has said? This is important. Number one, when God says things to us, listen, not everything is to be repeated out to others. God will speak to us, and it's personal. This is an important thing in my life. For example, uh, when, when I became a Christian some years after, so I'm going to say it was three years after I became a Christian, something happened at a little prayer meeting at Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa in the late 70s. And God spoke something through someone directed at me. And I've never had the liberty in all my life, that was 46 plus years ago, I've never had the liberty to tell other people what it was that that man said. Why? I wrote it down. I have it written down. It's very lengthy. But what's amazing is about 75% of it has already been fulfilled. About 25% of it remains. So Jack, tell me. I can't tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you. God's made it very clear. You keep this to you. This is between us. I'll do this, but it's between us. Maybe someday when I'm old and dying, I can, you know, put it in a book or have somebody write about it, but right now I can't talk about it. Just because God speaks to you doesn't mean you're supposed to jump up on the rooftop and blab it everywhere. So be very wise about what God has spoken to you about. Don't blurt it out. Don't post it. Don't do a podcast about it. Ask God, am I, am I to talk about this? Just because God revealed something to you, listen, A.W. Tozer wrote a book. It's an awesome book. You got to get it. Little book that'll knock your socks off. It's called God Tells the Man Who Cares by A.W. Tozer. Not everything God says to you, you're supposed to repeat. Number two, when God tells you to say something when, when he speaks to you, then say it. Speak it. Ask him for wisdom. Sometimes today, in our modern age of Christianity, it's so lackluster and it's so thin and veneer that if somebody says, I've got a word from God, people flock. 
to hear what's going to be said. Because quite frankly, let's be honest, number one, hey, if he's got a word for God, then that means I don't have to wait on God myself. Tell me what's up. That's pretty scary because you don't know what that guy is going to say and you don't know if it's from God or not. Okay? So just because somebody's saying something doesn't mean it's from God. So when you, you want to take into consideration what is being said, does it match up with Scripture? Number two, does the person's life being lived out match up with Scripture? Important. But once God speaks to you about something and you know it, listen, I say this lovingly. I say this because it's a common part of my life. Every pastor will know immediately what I'm talking about who's watching right now. When God speaks to you, and you know it, there's a terror, there's a fear that comes upon you of stewardship about what's just been said to you. How do I say this? When do I say this? How is this to be spoken? So for example, friends, has God been speaking to you, God speaking, voice, to you, your heart with ears about somebody that you love, you know that there's something going on in their life that's not right. God tells you to go tell them these words. That's terrifying. Do not consult your friends. <laughs> hey, I think God said this to me. Do you think I should do this? Your friends are going to say, because God didn't speak to them, no, or yes, or yeah. You know what you should do? You should jump them, sit on their chest, and yell at them about it. No. Calm down. Don't talk to others about it. But if God says, you need to tell your friend that what they're doing is wrong, and before you tell them, you need to pray yourself up and ready. I shared it to you so that you are to talk to them. Don't tell somebody else about it. You go to them. But you speak it. You must. Listen, Jeremiah, God is so cool. Jeremiah, a lot of you don't know. I don't know if you know this or not. Jeremiah was a teenager. God says to Jeremiah, hey, I'm going to give you a word. I'm going to put my word in your mouth. So God put his word in Jeremiah's mouth. And Jeremiah, this is funny. Because I'm sure God didn't put this in Jeremiah's mouth. God puts his word in Jeremiah's mouth. Jeremiah turns around with his mouth and says, I'm not going to say that. I'm too young. No one's going to listen to me. It's hilarious. But doesn't that describe the life that we live as Christians? God says in the word, I want you to say this. Say it with, listen, say it with reverence, with awe. Say it lovingly, but speak the truth. Speak it. You can't say, I'm not going to do that, God. <laughs> you can't say, yes, Lord, or no, Lord. It's, I'm going to obey. I'm going to do this. And so when we speak out of our mouths, it needs to be edifying. It needs to be in accordance with the word convicting, it might be convicting. It might encourage someone. It could be a rebuke. It could be instructive. It could be something that gives people enlightenment or understanding. Whatever you're sharing, 
I love this from Isaiah chapter 6. It needs to come off the altar of righteousness and holiness and placed on your tongue like it was on Isaiah's tongue. And then God said, who's going to, it's amazing, we'll place this on his tongue. Who's going to speak for us? And Isaiah says, I'll do it. Why? Because Isaiah knew, hey, my sins have been purged. God's word is in my mouth. The spirit of God's upon me. He can use me. And so wouldn't it be wonderful if we slowed down as Christians, Christ followers, and we began to speak life? Remember the Bible tells us that we need to be careful what we say because we are actually pronouncing, in a sense, a destiny upon people's lives. I'm not talking about weirdness here. I'm saying it this way. If you constantly criticize your husband or your wife or your kids, if you're saying, what are you doing that for? Oh, you know what? Pfft. You're too short for that. You're too tall for that. Uh, listen, I've never been able to do that. I doubt if you can. You're destroying people talking like that. Oh, that'll never happen. Listen, when God speaks through you now, that's what we're really talking about. So now it's coming around a full circle. God spoke to you. You had ears to hear. He's put it in your heart and in your mouth. And now it's to be spoken. It's to be done as God's vessels, God, God's tools with reverence and awe, knowing that we are speaking the word in the New Testament, the oracles of God. Can you imagine? Wow. We are to proclaim the word of God. When we speak, we are to speak in a way that is that which builds up people. We are to speak joy. We are to speak life into people. We well, Listen, it's an awesome thing to say to your little kid. You do know, you do know this right? That if you follow God and put him first in your life, Junior, there's nothing that God will withhold from you. Whatever he's got planned for you, you can expect it to happen. Notice I didn't say, God's going to make you rich. You know, if you follow God, Junior, you'll never be sick. That's insane. What you can say is, you know what, sweetheart? You follow God and whatever he's planned for your life, it's going to happen. You speak that to your kids. Speak that to your husband and to your wife. Before they go out the door, tell them, you know what? I'm going to be praying for you today. As you walk and busy about whatever you've got to do today, I'm telling you right now that God's going before you, and I pray that God has your thoughts all day long. You have an amazing day. I pray that God even shows you something really awesome today, and you know that it's him doing it. Speak it. Speak with your mouth. And this is not positive confession. If you want that kind of stuff, then turn the channel. I'm talking about being an actual spirit-led individual because the word of God is in you. The spirit of God's got something to work with now because there's Bible in you. You've heard from God. And listen, the natural result is speaking life and love, truth to other people. So somebody a long time ago said, I don't know who it was, it doesn't matter. Don't get, don't get up there and say something. Just don't walk up to the microphone and say something. Go to the microphone because you've got something to say. That's cool, right? Don't make something up and blame God for it. Well, the Lord told me that um, this is what's going to happen, and it doesn't happen. How many times have you heard this? God told me this, and it doesn't happen. 
and you ask them, hey, what happened? Oh, you know, I don't know what the Lord's doing. He, I, he changed his mind. He didn't change his mind. You never heard from him. So you went around talking about stuff that you never got secured with God. You got all excited, but with no knowledge. You had all the zeal to spread the news, but it wasn't news at all. It was false. So what you want to be very careful about is when we speak, that we're speaking that which honors God, blesses God. Because listen, every word that you and I speak, the Bible says, will be held accountable for in the day of judgment. The believers, us. So from here on out, when we get around other people's lives, we shouldn't be the party pooper uh, to their life. We should be known for people, go talk to them, ask them, see what they think about it. They listen to God. They fear the Lord. But even in that situation, I got, I'm going to end with this. For those of you who know me, if, they, if you come up and you ask, Pastor Jack, you know, um, I, think, I, think, uh, I think we're going to move to New York. Okay, but great. What, what do you think about that? I won't answer people. I never have and never will. What are you asking? You think God's telling you to move to New York or to move to California? You don't ask me what I think. It's irrelevant what I think. Oh, can you pray for us that, because uh, we're thinking about getting a new job in San Jose. I'll pray for you. But you've got to hear God's voice on your own. You've got to know it's him speaking. And then once he has spoken, now you can speak about it. And you can be sure about it without any doubt. And I thank God that what I'm telling you right now is so true in my life and a fact that when I get to the pulpit or out on the street or I'm stopped at the mall or the airport, hey, Jack, what about this? If I'm speaking Bible, I'm good. If what's coming out of my mouth, doesn't matter if they like it or not, I'm good. If I'm honoring God with my words because it's truth I'm speaking in love, I've done my part. Now it's up to them to deal with it. So guys, let me insert it this way. Um, to put a, a bow around all that we've been talking about in these three sessions together, it's this. That what do I do after I've heard from God and I'm supposed to speak or do or act, right? Go. What do I do? Understand this. It's all in faith. It's got to be by faith. But faith is not blind. You now know enough by what you've learned that what God has said requires obedience. Obedience is faith in action. Faith is actually tangible because I can see it happening in your life, you see? It goes from the invisible into the world around me because obedience is something that affects you and others. So when he speaks, you take it in, you hear him, you discern that, word of God confirms it, and you act. That applies to tomorrow, that applies to the mission field, it applies to everything of life. It's very simple if you take the time to unpack that and to put these pieces together. So listen, you know what I'm going to say. It's time for you to live out what it is that you believe in. It's time for real life. So listen, if these are blessing you, if these podcasts are making a difference in your life, share it. That's the greatest thing. If you wanted to send me uh, an encouraging word, 
it would be best if you just shared it with other people. Uh, the reach is what matters. And that's where you and I come in and we'll do this together. God bless you guys. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.